You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's This Is How I Made It After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's This Is How I Made It After Show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you are on the planet. Uh, my name's Thomas. I'm Kendra. Oh, I'm Nigel McGuinness. I'm so glad you guys could join us. Jesse, unfortunately, was uh, unable to make it today. But so we're here for This Is How I Made It, episode two. We're featuring Gabby Douglas and Mac Miller. What do you guys want to start with? Uh, I guess we'll start with Gabby. Gabby, so she's originally from, what is it, Newport Beach, Virginia. Yes, and then uh, Virginia Beach. I'm sorry, Virginia Beach, Newport, Newport Beach, News. Newport News. Right? I got that yeah. mixed up. So yeah. Newport News, and then Virginia we Beach. Got a new host in it. It's I know, right? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. too much Red Bull. But so, like, let's think about her story. So we go back. So I think it was about what three years old. She saw her older sister doing cartwheels, mm-hmm. and she started practicing. I mean, that's a pretty young age to be doing cartwheels, all right? Like to, to kind of master it the way she is did. Is it? When did you first do a cartwheel, Kendra? <laughs> Let me think back. Yeah. Um, my Olympic. History, uh, probably around six or seven. I uh, I'm I, guessing. I don't. I was doing cartwheels in my mother's womb, but oh. you know, I've never been able to do a cartwheel. You haven't? I've tried, and it's actually really bad. But apparently, <laughs> at three years old, she was learning, and her older sister encouraged her and her mom to put her in gymnastics. Right. She started she was advanced. She was gifted. She was very gifted. And then, about eight or nine years old, that's when she kept. She. I didn't. Sh- I think it was like eight or nine. She realized she wanted to like pursue it even further yeah and it was the 2004 olympics that she saw one of the gymnasts and she was like i want to do that that's what i want to do did you guys ever have that moment you talked about this last weekend when you saw the wrestler and you had that moment and you said that's what you wanted to do right yeah i had a few of them yeah wait did you ever have that moment when you were a kid like like her and you're just like you see someone like when i was a kid i saw like you know the news anchors in san antonio and i was like i want to do that see that's funny yeah i i mean i don't know if i had where I was looking at them, but my brother and I would always kind of get out a camera and use the ironing table as a <laughs> as really? news desk, and we'd do that and record ourselves just on audio and just kind of report or just talk, you know. And uh, so I think that was our version of saying. You, you want to hear something really cheesy? So Uh-oh. we would get, you know what dowel rods are? Like the pointer sticks? Because yeah. back in the day, they had pointer sticks. Um, I'm 30, so let's date myself. And then we'd put, like, the map of the U.S. for the world up, and we would point <laughs> to different areas. For the weather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we had our own little weather channel. But anyway, that's so, so she had that yeah. kind of same experience back to this. But so <laughs> <laughs> she realized that's what she wanted to do. And um, they had some of the Olympians, like, or trainers, like Chow, go to her school and trained her. She realized if you could train them, you can train me. Mm-hmm. Like, she realized she, had a, she realized at a very young age that she had that gift. Right. And, you know, that's when she decided to move to Des Moines, Iowa, of all places, and train, mm. which is kind of random, but that's where her big training center is. Right. 
Well, let me Charlie. ask you this: how, how much of it do you think of her getting to the Olympics? Because this is why I was watching. Yeah, what go I ahead. Was thinking as I was, I was watching this was, how much of it was her being naturally talented, and how much was it the fact that she, you know, her parents sent her to Iowa, and she was willing to not go and watch, you know, the midnight version of Breaking Dawn, because. The trouble in my mind is there's going to be lots and lots of little girls out there watching that going, oh, I want to be that now. Mm-hmm. And they might not be very good at being a gymnast. They're going to spend their whole life trying and then end up, you know, failing and being miserable and, and, and depressed. I don't know. I, I'm, I think, honestly, she just she had the talent at a young age, I yeah. think. And she had support from her family the entire way, mm-hmm. which, she, which she lets on to later when times were tough. Her family was always behind her mm-hmm. back. And I think it's that, it's kind of like, you know, they've done studies. Like, if you, encourage, if you encourage a kid or you encourage a person to do something, they're more likely to exceed, succeed mm-hmm. versus telling them they can't do it over and over. You can't do it. Really? And that person... I think a lot of t- it just well, it depends on your psychic and the individual. Right. But a lot of times when you, when you keep telling people no, 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 a lot of times if it's... I guess if you groom someone, does that make sense at a very young age? You, yeah. you keep telling them no or don't encourage them. They're less likely to succeed than someone that's encouraged. And I think in in this instance, she was talking about her own story, but also encouraging people, I think, with their own talents. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like, hey, if you're horrible, you have two left feet, you know, go d- into gymnastics hmm. and you'll do There's obviously well. exceptions to the rule, but I mean, there are, there are <laughs> people who are very good at uh, gymnastics that will never be good enough to be Olympics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Very true. I just and some people that can never do cartwheels. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never be in the Olympics. <laughs> oh no, that at least not, not for that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the bedroom Olympics. Da da dum. Zing. Unnecessary roughness. That's very appropriate, actually. Been in the bedroom with you? What? How does he know that? I <laughs> 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 would say it's necessary roughness, depending on what floats your boat. But, but she, um, she talked about that, so she is very well. <laughs> she's very well grounded. How you gonna say? <laughs> what was that? She's very well, minds out of the gutter, please. Come on, Thomas. Muckraking. Oh, uh, yeah, and we're back. Back to back to AfterBuzz TV. You can check us out on AfterBuzzTV.com. But so <laughs> anyway, like she talked about, you know, the struggles, and like she wanted to be a normal kid. Like even you were talking about how she wanted to go to the mall. She wanted to, mm. to to watch movie premieres, but she had to stay really focused. Right. And it's really interesting. Her family, her mom, and her family went to visit her in Des Moines one Christmas, and she could see them very little mm-hmm. because as Olympians, if you're not familiar, you're like. You have to be extremely dedicated. Mm-hmm. It's it's like literally you live and breathe the Olympics. You do go to school and you get educated, but I mean your free time is just nonstop training. Mm-hmm. And when she saw her family, she saw them that little bit for the holidays. It took her back home. It took her like her heart back home in a sense. Like she wanted to drop out of the Olympics and move back to Virginia. But it was only for a year. She was there, right? Yeah. And but it, it but she wanted it. She wa- she was ready to give everything up to be back home. I suppose when you're that age, a year's a long time, isn't mm-hmm. it? You know, I'm, oh, yeah. a year's nothing for me. I I sneeze and a year passes. You know, <laughs> well, I get another, I get another wrinkle over here. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the older we get. But but no, I mean, it was interesting that it just showed like her family actually supported her. We're like, no, you need to stay. You started yeah. this. You need to finish it. And you have this talent, mm-hmm. which you know a lot of the families be like, come back home. It's fine. You know, you don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of neat. That's what separates the, I guess in this case, the girls from the women. <laughs> you know, like that extra drive. She didn't go to prom. She didn't go to these things, but she said she was committed to... You know, I didn't even think of that. That's got to be like very different not to have that prom or that, yeah. that normal life that, you know, all of us have encountered. Or do you guys even have proms no. in England? No, we don't we have prom. We really have a prom. No, really? no. I graduated, um, believe it or not. Uh, um, <laughs> I graduated <laughs> university, right? And I didn't go to my graduation <laughs> ceremony because Godzilla was on 
movies, you know, the Godzilla. The, 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 yeah. da, 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 That's you went to go one. see that? You yeah, so I, I missed the ceremony to watch Godzilla because I just thought it was going to be the better experience of the two. Really? Yeah, and I didn't want to be herded up on stage with everybody and like awful. I just hate that pomp and circumstance. So I watched Godzilla, I uh, skateboarded <laughs> back to the university, <laughs> I drank a bottle of champagne and, um, you know, said... But were there other showings of Godzilla? Probably. Yeah. And you just You've seen through my ruse, Kendra. <laughs> it wasn't because I wanted to see Godzilla. Because okay. I didn't want to go to my graduation. Why do you want to go? hate it. I hate all that awful, like, oh, well done, and you've done everything that everybody else did, and it's not really that difficult. You just don't, you know, don't fuck up. Can I say that? Uh, um, I just did. You just did. did. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> we got, we got Philip bobbing over there. I guess that's my concern, is, is that... Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from her. Marvellous. But she was very talented, naturally talented, mm-hmm. and she should be um, uh, lauded for her ability to stick it out, spend a year there, even when she wanted to go home at Christmas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she's not solving world peace. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I think people can be far too like, this is amazing, and... and, and Did you like the... Fr- by the way, the kind of odd bit, like the freezing, you know how they freeze them in the air? I, mm-hmm. It was kind of cheesy, but I liked it. It was cool. I liked how they would... And they the would flexibility. Just, yeah, just cut it on, she was like frozen in the air. It was kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah but cool. no, they're not... I mean, they're not solving world peace, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, when you can, when you can watch them... It kind of takes away from your life mm-hmm. and your, you know, whatever issues you're dealing with and, and the problems in the world. Right. And you can kind of just be like, wow, this is an amazing human feat. Well, I suppose it's inspiring and inspiration is where you find it, right? Be happy for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it shows, like, the capabilities of the human body and, yeah. you know, it's inspiring. Right. I think so. <laughs> he's, he's not, you're not sold he's on it. No, I was just thinking about bedroom Olympics and the the um oh, you know the capabilities of the human body. It's just <laughs> some freeze frames there for you, huh? <laughs> but so did you guys have any so you know her moving again like her moving from like almost yeah it's halfway across the country mm. uh, you moved it now. yeah it was about 1200 miles away right? yeah and you moving from Canada did you ever have was that is that kind of like a similar I mean it's different countries yeah um, you mean in terms of yeah moving here for your career and everything like missing just people yeah um, I'm very close with my family so we, we still keep in touch regularly mm-hmm. and I think that that helps in in motivating you to keep on your path. Yeah. Um, and and visiting people like she had her family come visit that that kind of gives you that extra boost for a little while longer. And uh, you know these are your these are your heydays, so <laughs> you can always go back later on. How long have you been there, really? Um, it'll be eight years at the eight end of the year. Oh wow, you're uh, local. <laughs> so so you. But I'm Montreal to the heart. When di- when did you stop <laughs> saying a after everything? That's funny. I hear Americans saying a all the time. So we do. Yeah. Because right. the Canadians are going off you on say it. Do you say? <laughs> oh, is that why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you say route or do you say route? I say route. You do. Unless we go that route, like it depends on what uh, I'm saying. Because okay. right, right. that's what th- I mean. That's interesting you brought that up because I've had the same thing. Like it's you know, Beijing originally from Texas and living here, you do miss your family. I'm sure like being from you know. From England, no, you know, Mr. Family. <laughs> well, those of us on this continent, it's it's a North American thing, apparently. I was like Moses. I was. Uh, <laughs> you were parting the Red Sea, but <laughs> you parted the Atlantic, the pond. But no, I mean it, it is, and that's one thing that I really related to, and I like that a lot that she, yeah. you know, she overcame that. Yeah. Right. So. But she also um got didn't she get in the way of, of the that Jordan girl, the other girl that was in at the same time, because there was only two that were going to make it. I wouldn't say got in the way. She, I mean, she was a stronger she competitor. She excelled, yeah. yeah. But that was what happened, right? They could only have two, and, mm-hmm. and so the and one the that was, around. yeah, mm-hmm. she beat her out. 
Yeah. We should have a This Is How I Didn't Make It. Aww. And have people that came ever so close. <laughs> what an inspiration that would be, mate. Well, that's what she said. I mean, she even said when she made it when she got the gold medal. And she kind of yeah. proved everyone, like, hey, I can sure. do this. And I like the fact that she's not ready to retire. Like, mm-hmm. she's definitely, like, hey, How I want to keep 14? doing this. She's going to go to Rio. I mean, yeah, she's, she's getting old, you know? How old is she? She's probably, I don't I think she's older now. She's, what, six? She's probably 16 now. 16? Because she oh, started. Yeah. yeah, she's got to be about 60 now. I start yeah. off her pension. <laughs> 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 but so, you guys, uh, check us out on iTunes. Um, Come around. <laughs> or go to AfterBuzz TV. Uh, please download us, and you can tweet us. You can tweet us at AfterBuzz TV. You can tweet me at Thomas Guide, T-O-M-A-S, Guide. I'm at Kendra Cavasel. And what about you? You don't know. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head, buddy. Come on. <laughs> at McGinnis Nigel. <laughs> yeah, let us know. We, we definitely want your feedback. I mean, like, let us know. And um, if you have any questions, like, tweet us about, about Gabby Douglas. We're going to move on to Mac Miller. Yeah. So what did you guys think of Mr. Mac Miller from Pittsburgh? What? Oh. That's actually my, my mo- mother's side is from Pittsburgh. So really? So I had this <coughs> little affinity <laughs> for Mac Miller. I didn't know he was a rap artist. First thing, I think I was telling you, um, I first saw him on Punked. He was hosting an episode of the new season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was, I was like, oh, that's that guy. So, mm. anyways, I, I kind of give him props for for the path that he took. Do you, do you like rap music? Yeah, you do. I grew up did, did, did you ever listen to any of his stuff? I haven't. You haven't? Oh, really? I'm gonna check it out. And that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't know he was an artist. What so. about you, Thomas? Yes. Well, I grew up listening. Pretty much everything. Like, well, in Texas, you have country music. Obviously, right. you listen to that. Spanish music. Yeah. Uh, hip hop, rock. Yeah. Pop. Everything. Yeah. So you've listened to his music? Um, a l- a l- not a lot. No. Not a lot. Right. Yeah. Right. Is he signed to a record label? Because I know he got most of his fame from being on YouTube and mm-hmm. all those social media mm-hmm. things. Well, that's what he. he. That's what he said. Like, I mean, like growing up, like you know, hip hop was a big part of his life. And his mom, you know, they played Lauryn Hill. Mm-hmm. His mom was a big Lauryn Hill fan. He, he said that she was always on. Her mom was always playing her. Mm-hmm. Um, did you notice the the braid in his hair? No, I missed. You didn't that. see a little braid. I, I thought it was kind of when he was a kid and he was like rapping. At, he's probably like what four or five years old. Well, and he was like rapping. And his mother must be really young for that to be her song, mm-hmm. Lauren Hill. I was like, I was listening to that at you know age. Yeah, <laughs> <You> <laughs> wait, <know>? what age? <laughs> I don't know. The sound went out, but um, you know, it was just interesting to see that he's that generation. What? Well, go ahead. Yeah, he's kind of the new gen of selling tapes out of the back of your car. And he did it through YouTube. Did it, did it through on, online. Yeah, online. Well, and did you like the way he realized? You know, it was interesting because he has a he has a similar story to Gabby. Like when he realized, like there was that moment that he realized this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm good at. He was at a Jewish summer camp, and he you know he was rapping, and he he's like, wow, he performed in front of everyone, and mm-hmm. he's like, I did a really good job, and he realized this is what I want to do. Yeah. And then he talked about making that mixtape and selling yeah. it for four hundred dollars. <laughs> it probably wasn't an actual tape, like well, you know, because I grew up like cassette CD, tapes, yeah, like CDs, CD. yeah. But four hundred dollars, he thought he was rich. He's like, as a kid, I made four hundred dollars. I was rich. He's like, I was ready to give oh, everything mate. up. Yeah, a lot of medicine for four hundred bucks, right? <laughs> What was he talking about? He said he's a freshman. He, they just sat in a loft and, and got medicine. What is that? Medicine? He didn't, I've written it down. He, s- he <laughs> said his whole freshman year, they didn't go to class. They just sat in a loft and they, they took medicine. He didn't, I wrote that maybe, down. Maybe that was code for something. Yeah. I didn't I know, I'm that. sure it is. Video games. No, video games and, and... And taking medicine? Definitely taking medicine. Definitely taking medicine. Yeah, this is code for something. I know. Yeah. We need a fact check on we that. We need a fact check on that, the medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll check that out on Bing. Right. Medicine. Um... But yes, yeah, so he's talking about that, and then it was interesting because he said, 
he started with Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube to, to grow his fan base. Mm-hmm. And it was really funny because, like, he had no fans for a long time. He had, like, three fans. Right. And he was, like, excited to have three fans, yeah. which a lot of people would be, like, really <laughs> upset about. Which I thought was pretty interesting that that's how he, you know, grew his fan base. I, I didn't take it like that. I, uh, I think they, they just used that three as an arbitrary number. But I think that he got very successful very quickly, right? It took a while, though. Yeah, it took some uphill climb. It took some uphill climb. I mean, it wasn't like overnight, but it definitely took some uphill climb for him really? to do that. Well, how old is he now? He's not He's not that old. It can't be that uphill, right? If he's <laughs> Is he 18 yet? Well, if it started when he was younger, I mean, yeah. I suppose right? so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an overnight success story. Well, it's just, it, for me, it's kind of difficult because I just, uh, I think back to like a different generation. You know what I mean? Where, uh, if you look at the actors that were successful in the 60s or 70s, I mean, they had 10, 15, 20 years before they really got in their stride, the mm-hmm. majority of them, you know what I mean? So, for them to watch things and go, oh, you know, it took me about two years, mm-hmm. I think they would probably sort of snub their nose. And I think people from the, you know, our grandparents' generations that, that grew up, you know, through the Second World War, this sort of stuff to them is like, well, Thank God, you, you know, you should be praising the Lord that you have the opportunity to do this, let alone, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, that's a good point. It, yeah, we definitely live in a very different world nowadays. And, and this is what I really want to ask you guys, because, well, maybe it's difficult because we haven't actually got the, the music. Have we got any music? Can we listen to one of uh, Mac Miller's tracks or not? He's got one called I'll Donald Trump. Up. One of his most uh, downloaded tracks is called Donald Trump. It's about mm-hmm. Donald Trump. But um, I, I watched it. I did a bit of research, and and I'm you know I really enjoyed last week talking to Jesse and trying to sort of find out why rap music was good for one of a better phrase. You know what I mean? Why mm-hmm. there was any kind of depth to it? And, and you know we smartened me up to a little bit about West Coast versus East Coast and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So this is this is his um, is it? Oh, it's like we're playing it in our ears. Is this going out now as well? Yeah. So this is, is Donald this? Trump, and actually Donald Trump apparently heard about this, listened to it, and tweeted about it, and said that you know it was great. Um, but I was listening to it, and from what I can understand, it's mostly about having lots of money, mm-hmm. being popular, having lots of girls that want to sleep with you, mm-hmm. and having more money, and being the best rapper, and having lots of money, and mm-hmm. having lots of... The Donald Trump song? Yeah, this song that we're listening to now. I'm at my house, I'm on my couch. People are talking about him. Big butt bitch, okay. nuts are kissed. Bitches are on his dick. Yes. Taking over the world, Donald Trump shit. So we get an idea of the basic mm-hmm. premise of the the song that he's saying. So what he's saying. Um, tell me what you guys <coughs> feel about that. I mean, because like, and it's not that every muse, every song has to be deep and meaningful or whatever else, but. Given that there are a lot of like kids who are 14, 15 mm-hmm. years old who are listening to this, what do you think that effect is having on them, if any? Well, I think this is definitely what something Jesse would refer to that be meant more for the club. Because it's more so like you would hear when you're out, like the beat and stuff like that. That's but this is available on YouTube. So no, no. But I mean, like if you were, you know, it was, it's it's mixed the more for for, for like club environment. Um, available on YouTube. So you're saying like th- that was like for, but you're saying on YouTube as in like audience-wise, like how this is affecting kids. I mean, what do you think is, 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 you know, the effect that it would have on kids, you know? Well, 
You want to answer that first? <laughs> it's a huge can of worms. It's <laughs> real like simple, you know. I mean, let's say you had kids, and you had you had you had your fourteen-year-old kid listening to that, and your your kid came in at dinner. And he was I'd like, be very strict about what my kid. I'd be very strict about what my kid listens to. That's the you thing. Know? That's a lot of music on the radio today is like that. Sure. And that's when sure. I changed the channel because I'm oh, not okay. interested in that. But the younger kids are listening mm-hmm. to it, and I guess that coincides with the numbers they say in schools of you know the promiscuity and the mm-hmm. I, you see I disagree I mean I, I'm not saying that I defend it wholeheartedly but I don't think there's a 14 year old that was having a lovely life heard about some girl on some guy's balls and went you know what I'm going to get my balls out and, and be promiscuous now I don't think that's how it works not necessarily but there are kids who are you know yeah. vulnerable and, and persuasive you can persuade them to do certain those types of things, right? But yeah. so surely the, the the issue isn't what you give them; it's how you teach them to interpret it's what you well give them. Well, yeah, right? it, it starts at home. It's that sure whole yeah. thing. I, I think I it all mean, starts at home. I grew up listening to ra- like whatever my brother was listening to. Not that he was listening to that type of thing, but mm. you know. And then my friends and I would hear. You know, mm-hmm. I won't name some of the the, the tracks, but you come know, on, <laughs> Kendra, <laughs> come on, let's do it. Like I can yell at like certain artists. What? Name I a track. I can yell it. Put it in, yeah. Put it yeah. in what? <laughs> <laughs> Put it in French for Would me? Like what is it? No. Anyway, it's similar to what he's saying in the track. But those types of things, I didn't, you know, I didn't demonstrate. Because you're saying you had the family values at home yeah. that, that you knew, obviously, this is a song, this isn't right. affecting my life. Right. Right. I mean, here's a guy. Here's a guy who, who I think you have to say is an inspiration for the fact that he had a dream. He wanted to be a rapper. Yes. He believed in himself, and he didn't just sit at home. He got it out on YouTube. He got it on social media, and he now has more downloads than you know pretty much anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's now very famous because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives him great power. That gives him great inspiration. But at the same time, you have to look at what. The content that he's producing exactly. is what you're saying. Okay. You have to. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. He seems like he's from a good family. So is that the other message? Like, are, are they seeing that, oh, well, this makes money, so I'm going to... I think I think it goes back to what Jesse had mentioned. It's just it's just fitting that genre and selling, and selling the music. Yeah. Like, remember last week when he was bringing that up? Hmm. I think that falls into a lot of that. Do I think it's the best content for 14-year-olds to listen to, in my honest, humble opinion? Um, probably not, honestly. Like, if it was my child, I probably wouldn't prefer them to listen to it. But knowing when I was 14, I would have I would. What were you to listening it. to when you were 14? <laughs> um, I mean, like, anything. To be honest, anything that was on the radio. Well, we would get radio stations depending on which way the wind blew. It was a very <laughs> rural area, yes. But, I mean, yeah, I listened to just about everything. Um, obviously, mm. the radio would bleep stuff. But, you know, we'd watch MTV. Um, you know, a lot of risque videos. Like, I grew up watching MTV. I was like four or five. Mm. I started watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Madonna, Michael Jackson. What was, what was the one video? For, for me, it was... Um, oh, what was that one? It was black and white. They, they were gay. I'm sure they still are gay. You don't lose it. Um, <laughs> uh, it's called uh. Being Boring. We were never being pet shop boys, pet shop boys, mm-hmm. okay? And they had a black and white video, and there was lots of people making out, like guys making out and girls making out, and it really like like touched me emotionally. I was like, oh my god, like it, it, it was. I think the first time where I felt sexual in my life, you know what I mean? And they weren't going, I've got somebody with their, you know, dick in my mouth or whatever it is, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, this is it, you know, yeah. Right, being boring. Um, but yes, yeah, so, but so anyway, that's what that's what I remember. I remember Madonna, Madonna Preach. Mm-hmm. I remember Michael Jackson, Thriller, and I remember the big hair bands. But, I but just Thriller wasn't a movie that that you know sexually. No, no, but those, but you know, just the ones. Love that I remember, those zombies. Actually. But Papa Don't <laughs> Preach, and then I remember my mom cut back on you know because it got more risque with the videos yeah, yeah. and stuff. 
But anyway, but yeah, so like, I, I don't know. I think like, again, it, it goes back to your home, your, mm-hmm. your values at home. Mm-hmm. Probably not necessarily the best content, but he's doing what makes him money mm-hmm. and obviously it's a huge following. So I think it's, it can go, I think honestly it can go both ways. Right. At the end of it, it's like your own determination, yes. you know? Kendra, you, yeah. you're from Canada. You grew up in Canada. Yes. Um, there's always obviously a big debate between Canada and America about gun violence, for mm-hmm. example, right? Why is there not so much like gun death and gun violence in Canada when guns are almost as readily available as here? Mm-hmm. Same sort of thing with music, I think, you know what I mean? There, well, you, you can get the same sort of music oh, yeah. in Canada, but mm-hmm. it goes around the world. Do you think it's different, though, in Canada than in America in terms of like y- young people, or do you think it's the same? Uh, it's probably the same, and really? it's funny because a lot of uh, the younger kids there are trying to kind of emulate the kids in the U.S. Really? Right. That's where we get the most of our entertainment and music. There is CanCon, and we have artists, but they're not necessarily um, as popular, I guess, as here. Mm-hmm. You know, we have Drake, and he's one, one of the few who's kind of penetrated the U.S. market. Right. But um, yeah, some of the ar- I mean, a lot a lot of the artists I listen to back home are are a little more conscious. They're not really talking about mm. putting things in in body <laughs> in parts. Like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. you know, it is more socially conscious stuff, at least the stuff that I was listening to. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something to be said for, like, like music that just moves you. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. why this is, I think, mm-hmm. really. You know, it's just the people listen to it and go, oh, it's got, it's got a good beat. I can dance to it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, when well, he's talking about living the dream, he's talking about hooking up with girls. He's mm-hmm. talking about making money. He's talking about running the world right. like Donald Trump. I guess yeah. that's my concern, though, is that there are young guys now that are thinking, well, this is it. This is what that's I want to do. Wanna be. And, and you mean so to be a rapper or to be? No, in general life. This is what's cool. If you're a 14-year-old kid and you're going, now, what, am I, what sort of a man am I going to be? How do I want to live my life? Well. I, I want to have bitches on my nuts and I want to like have well, all this money the thing yeah no do you so agree I'm, I'm thinking I, I, don't, I think it's like a, I just think it's a metaphor for like he's just it's not a metaphor it's not a metaphor it's not a metaphor but, but no. I mean I, go ahead sorry I, I was just going to say I think it, it's also a timeline because <laughs> <laughs> I, I've followed you know Jay-Z his uh-huh. whole career and mm-hmm. I think there's a certain similarity to what he was talking about early on and that's you know yeah. what, what he knew and what he grew up listening to and, right. and surrounded by and if you listen to him now he's he's has a more you know mature outlook on things and he's not necessarily talking about putting things in you places. mature with age i mean right kind of like so yeah. yeah so mac miller still has a lot of time he has a lot to learn yeah, yeah we'll see where he goes and, and he's it. making he's producing though what's going to sell mm-hmm. i mean that's exactly what he's doing i mean it doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean it's going to lyrically make you think lyrically it's going to you know change your life or like give you some deeper thought right. he's producing what's going to make him money and you know he's right. he's he's putting out a product but is, that's is that i mean obviously we live in a capitalist world um you know but is that the the, the be all and the end all is that the goal of our society is to make as much money as we possibly could or at some point do we have to say you know what should be more socially acceptable that's a big debate i mean it's, it's president president presidential year i mean that's one of the biggest debates it's is like it is that the big difference between those two guys no i don't know about those two guys but like amongst voters and stuff like that it's like ideologies i think mm. the biggest thing is like you know, in the U.S., like it is capital, and like the bottom line is probably the most important thing in the, in the U.S. Like the bottom line about everything. But then you have people that argue, well, maybe we should be more socially responsible, and it fights back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you did you notice that too about the U.S. compared to Canada? Um, yeah, we're, definitely. We're a little more money oriented. <laughs> yes, here. yes, and just everything. 
I was telling someone when I got here, I know um, ethnicity plays a big role on things, and I would notice stories. If, some, if a friend tells a story, they are more likely here to say, oh, my Asian friend, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I, Which isn't even I relevant. Say, That's not relevant to the story you're telling me. You know, why can't you just say my friend, Erica? You're, you know. So those are the little things I started to notice when I moved here. I was like, wow. <laughs> a friend of mine from Canada said that. She said that uh, growing up in Canada, like, it's not like it doesn't matter where you're from. Right. Raw, she'd be like raw Canadian. Yeah. Like it, it's not like in the U.S. Like oh, I'm from here, but originally mm. from here, and then my parents are from. <laughs> right. Like, we don't track it like like in the U.S. We have like a kind of obsession with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's part part of American culture because America was founded on people immigrating. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which well, was Canada really? Yeah, Canada also. Yeah. Yeah. Was that how it started? How did it start? Oh goodness. <laughs> we did <laughs> a whole tell us a little bit about the history because I don't know that much about it. We had founding fathers as well, and you did? Native uh, Native Canadians, and yeah, yeah, same thing. I mean, very yeah. similar. Really? The, I mean, it's That's it's very similar to the U.S. Again, we're just very money, you know, money, no, which is like the music and things. There had to be some yeah. time in the past where North America was split into the good old U.S. of A. and Canada, and the Queen and, and England got the Canada mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. and and you know all the the puritanical nut jobs got America. <laughs> Well, and we succeed. I mean, Ouch. we definitely got the whole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so, so, so uh, back, to, back to Mac Miller on that, <laughs> on that little tangent. But so I mean, yeah, like I definitely, I definitely see your point where you're where you're coming from about his lyrics, and mm. you know, I definitely understand that. But I think at the same time, he's just producing that product, yeah. which goes back to what we're talking about. There was between the United States and Canada mm-hmm. and other countries. In the U.S., like a lot, it's it's about the bottom line. It's about mm-hmm. paying your bills a lot of time. But then the other argument that you brought up is really good. And please tweet us about it. It's like, you, should you be more socially responsible? People should take a stand. But will it? But at the end, will people want to buy that? That's the thing. That's what. I, well, that's no, kind no, of no. where I kind of back him up yeah, a little bit on that because, like, he will they want to buy it if he's being socially. Not, it's not hard. Do people want to hear it? He is, he is yeah. taking a stand. I can admire that. He says, "This is what I want to do. This is what. Okay. I, this is how I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. I want to have money. I want to be in clubs. I want to have girls on my nuts. I'm going to do that. Right? Great. But but you guys now need to say either you're for it or you're <laughs> against it. You can't go. Well, you can look at it this way. Or you can look at it this way. You need to say. For or no, against? You don't need to. You say. do. That's that's <laughs> the whole point of why you have well, the freedom in America. You have the freedom to choose one side or the other. And all this flip flopping, I I think is 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 against. It's very un-American, in my opinion. Like you have to believe in something. What do you believe? But are are uh, are his other songs the same way? Or like, is he? Are all of his songs? I about would women guess and so. I, d- I, I would assume so. A lot of them. Uh, are. Like my my the, no, that's what I mentioned earlier. Like, and that's what I told you was like my honest opinion of it yes. is like I don't necessarily care for the content, but good for him if he's making money on it and people are going to so buy you're it. For it, if you're going to make money, it's going to pay your bills. Sure. Go ahead. Like, for it, good. Like no, right. I, but I just but I'm the type that I don't have to agree with something, but if you're gonna make money on it and you're not hurting other people then go ahead right uh, you're for it but yeah, if that, yes. yeah. Good. but then is he hurting people like, is that, he hurting he's, how is he's he taking people, his pu- I'm just wondering is, well, I'm just playing devil's advocate is he hurting right. like that young girl who if your daughter has no real parents but I would but home. I necessarily wouldn't allow that played at my house no 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 your daughter you know what I mean your, so your, I mean, like <laughs> you can have your own rules but right yeah. Kendra for or against it well see and I've I, I see both sides. So I no, 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 I'm Canadian. I'm no, no, to be <laughs> diplomatic. No, no, yes or no? Yes or no? <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta take a stand. Well, uh, as I told you before, I uh-huh. hear songs like that on the radio all the time, and I change the station. Like it doesn't so feed me in any way. To but be you believe because it's a free country that people should be allowed to say what they want? Yeah, they can. Good. He can say what he what wants. What do you think? I'm definitely for it. 
it's I'm definitely for it. Your absolutely. choice to change the channel. Right? Uh, I I'm, I totally believe in in freedom. Uh, there should be no censorship whatsoever. I but be, I believe that like heroin should be legal, for example. You know what I mean? I I, I what do they call Sorry. that? They call that not uh, a libertarian. You know what I mean? Yes. Very uh, people should be allowed to succeed or fail. You know what I mean? And that includes heroin. If if I can buy heroin at Walgreens and people were stupid enough to buy heroin and shoot up wow. on the street, then let them do it. You know. They won't be around long, and then people that are not shooting up heroin but can enjoy the, the cream will rise to the can top. enjoy the, the 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 lyrical stylings of Matt Miller, Mac Miller, right? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, I've never heard that before. We, we agree, then. We, we agree. all we all three agree. But We're we talked about Europe, and actually, that was what he said that he he felt that he'd made it is when he mm-hmm. went to Europe and sold out everywhere. Yeah, yeah, and that, that was interesting. People Isn't were it amazing, singing. right? How how? So I used to be a professional wrestler. Um, and uh, back in the 50s when wrestling finally got on TV um, Luthez who was a world champion at the time remarked how before television it would take them about six months to a year to get a champion over enough to where he would sell tickets where people would come to watch him mm-hmm. but with TV they could do it in two weeks because the medium was so strong it took you into someone's home and now with social media mm-hmm. you know with YouTube and faster. everything else it's even faster mm-hmm. I mean how long which is it how take? he rose up though it's same yeah. thing like the Twitter Facebook YouTube mm-hmm. he m- capitalized on all of that and grew his base which before like you said you kind of gave that analogy like of the mixtape back in the day of like selling it out of your out of your van or your mm-hmm. car he did the bit he did it used Social media. He didn't need the car. I'm question. What do you guys think of tonight's, of tonight, of, of the people on tonight's show? What do you, What are your overall thoughts on both of them? Well, that you know, my my thoughts on on, on Gabrielle is that you know she's inspiring, but my gut instinct yeah. is that she was just very talented, um, and, um, and and did well with her talent. She could have she could have really ballsed it up, you know what I mean, and got pregnant or something like that. So, well done for that. But at the end of the day, as I said, it's still, I still don't feel like I'm watching Mother Teresa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's, it's an, isn't Oscar Schindler saving, you know, hundreds of people from, like, gas chambers. But, but on, the, on the flip side, do mm-hmm. you think it's, in the sense, the positive of it is they're everyday people. Mm-hmm. And they, they're not Mother Teresa, but they... Well, Mother Teresa was an everyday person and, and Oscar Schindler was an everyday person. I think we're all everyday people. And I think that when we realize that, that even Madonna... You know what I mean? Holding a gun and shooting it in the air in Colorado. Even Madonna one day was a normal person like us. And I think that's why we are inspired by people who make it like that. Because we understand that it's all possible. You know. What about you? Um, I liked that both of them were, yeah, just regular kids who kind of, you know, saw where they were going at an early age. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they encourage others, to, like I said, to kind of grasp onto whatever is inside of them to take that to the next level. You know, Mac Miller said, <laughs> to quote the illustrious Mac Miller, he said, um, you know, why not say, you know, end the wars? Why not hmm. feel like you can be that person? But wasn't that interesting, though, mm-hmm. that like you said, you know, he's, uh, when he said that at the end, I was, more ve- deep. I, well, that's it. I was very impressed. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, save, you know, well, solve world hunger and, and you know, um, all that sort of stuff. But then I think, well, why not rap about that? You could just as easily well, go... You know? I, I think he's going to surprise us. I think mm-hmm. he's going to go that way because because he is educated, and I feel like you know, like he corrected himself in the beginning, saying, "Oh, I, I mm. can do good in school. I mean, do well." So right. he comes from that background, and I think he's probably studied other rap artists and is is going to take it that in that direction. I mean, it might very well be a necessary evil in the sense that, like, if he rapped about world peace he wouldn't get 56 million people downloading him on, on YouTube whereas rapping about guys I mean girls on his nuts 
does get 56 million. Then once he's got to that position, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty that's of the fame, mm-hmm. then you, you have it. that power and then you can use it. You yeah, know it's almost, mean, so. yeah, it's the foot in the door. Because Kanye has a song about Jesus that he says on that. Mm-hmm. that I love know, that song. Yeah. And Such like, a good song. What is it? it the he, Jesus Walks. I don't know if we can pull it's that a, up. It's, it's a really good song. <laughs> who who, who it, did it, the song that went skeet, skeet, skeet? Who, who did that? Goodness. <laughs> do they have the same thing in Canada or not? I cannot yeah, think of yeah. artists right do. now. They do. They didn't John. have it. They didn't have that in... in who is it? Lil John? Lil John? Oh, it is li- you're right. It is right? Lil John, yeah. Is it I Little John or is it Lil, Lil, Lil John? John. Lil John. And then there's Lil Wayne as well, right? right? It's, a, it's a great song. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, it's such a good song. Usually if you, don't, if you have Jesus in your song, they're not playing it in the clubs, but they're playing this song in the clubs. So he's kind of... What is this song about? Jesus walks with them. So... It's like a spiritual journey he's taken. And that's where he's... It's talking about like everyday struggles in life. Like yeah. it's just... It's like... He's just saying, like, you know, each day I'm having this, you know, I'm, I'm being tempted to do this, but I, yeah. like, kind of follow Jesus, and he keeps me back on my path. Yeah. So he's, he's, a, he's a Christian. Oh, yeah. It's he interesting thing. next time he's in church, don't take a photo. <laughs> and one of the, Sorry. There, there's, I there's, listen to his stuff. You love his stuff, right? But so there's, there's a big, obviously, coming from Canada to, to America, there's obviously a big difference with, with um, religion as well, in the mm-hmm. sense that um, in England, religion is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, over here, it's you know it's nearly tantamount to uh, to a fist fight a lot of times. You know oh yeah, I mean? mm-hmm. um, which is weird because in America it's you're supposed to have the freedom to to you know be any kind of religion, but you don't really have that freedom to discuss religion in that same sense. Especially if if you throw atheism into the mix. I mean, yeah. how, how do you feel about atheism? Really Again, off topic. to each his own. Yeah. Like if if that's what you <laughs> if that's what you don't believe in, right? You know, like right. I can't. I can't judge you. That's your, you know. But people should be able to to have that discussion, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Let's go back. Like, if you wanted to rap about that, let them rap about it. Like, you can always change Mm -hmm. the channel. and Yeah. Mm. Because it's just, it's interesting to me to hear the other side. Like, why don't you? I know someone who was extremely Christian and then became atheist. Interesting. There was a whole journey. He was a pastor, everything, and and now he's an atheist. And to me, that's interesting. To have that conversation, I, w- I would say more people go in that direction than the other. Though. Well, maybe not. It, it I don't depends. know. It depends how crazy you are, isn't it? Really, I think you know. It depends how, how, how you know, how <laughs> tight you're holding the rail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> on that note, thanks for joining us for this week's. Is that how I made it? Yeah. Uh, my name's Thomas. You can play with my Twitter at Thomas Guide. T O M A S G U I D E. I said it. I'm at Kendra Cabasel, K-E-N-D-R-A-K-A-B-A-S-E-L-E. That is super long, but I awesome. I know, but it's my name. No <laughs> Where can they play no with your Twitter one, app? No one's playing with my Twitter, mate, apart from my girlfriend. <laughs> What's your hair handle, no? I told you at the beginning That's of the show! Again. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that's at it. Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Thanks for joining us, and check us out on AfterBuzzTV.com. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz. Buzz you later. Thank you, Dick. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.